When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tom Bernard Show with co-host Catherine Brandt, Alex Brandt-Bernard-Rasmussen, Andy Brandt-Bernard, Cassie Schrader. We'll be right back. Kick things off. Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and <laughs> it's gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Doug Sprinthal, Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. Tell us about this warranty for life thing. I, you, know, you know, you understand a lot more about this than I do. Well, of course. I know you're not an automotive mechanic. So let me tell you a cool story. This just happened a couple of days ago. I got an email. Somebody emailed me at Doug at Walzer.com, and he goes, Hey, I bought a 2005, and I think it was a Honda Accord, back in 2014, having some problems with the engine. Uh, do I have any coverage? So... I called the Honda store, we looked it up, and sure enough, the card qualified for a lifetime powertrain warranty. So it had to be under 60,000 miles at the time of purchase, a uh, non-highline vehicle. And they covered the engine repair. Think about what that means. That's a 13-year-old car, and the guy got his engine replaced. It doesn't cover every single thing on the car, but all the, it's like major medical coverage. So the engine goes bad, transmission, four-wheel drive system. You're covered as long as you own the car, as long as you maintain it to factory standards. It's pretty cool. It actually is really cool. Well, I mean, it's a lot cooler than you or me. Well, it is really cool, though. Yeah, I mean, you know, 15-year-old car. And that's why I buy all my cars, and my family buys all their cars from Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com, because of warranty for life. And you like working with me, too, right, Tommy? Tommy? Tom? I, I don't think he's there. <laughs> That's really nice. Very professionally <laughs> delivered from Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Is this a manic Monday? Is that what we're doing here? Yeah. <laughs> it's not very That's pleasant. That's Just another manic Monday. Yeah. Not pleasant? No, What's not the, pleasant? The weather is not the greatest. It's been one of those busy Monday mornings. Oh, she hit the post. Did you hear that? I did. She did hit the post. Look at her. I'm a professional um, now. <laughs> exactly. Now we're talking. So in any case, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Tim Lammers will not be with us today. He's doing some, what, Golden Globe or Oscar or some, some deal. He knows what he's up to. Right? 
Yeah, I think that's what he said. He had an important interview. That's all I got. I don't know with who or what, but or why, but he said it was a big, very important interview he had to do. Ooh. Okay, works for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like it, Timmy. Uh, Dave is on one of the world's phone. most. Oh, Dave is. Mm-hmm. Yep. What's the buzz, Dave? Davy Crockett. Well, I just figured since Tevin is bailing on you, and Tim's apparently much more important than the show, I, and I'm kind of at home doing nothing. I, I'd call in and we could spend some time together. Where's De- where where's Tevin? I thought he, he's why not coming, is he in, coming in. Yeah, he texted me and said he wouldn't be able to make what it in hell? today. I know that's what I'm saying. Manic Monday. <laughs> it we- is manic Monday. The weather sucks. No one wants to go outside. <laughs> it is true. There's no question. Uh, by the way, I know that I'm only about the five or six hundredth person in line, but uh, I'm going to run for president in 2022. 20, uh, mm. So I just want you to know, or whatever it is. We're going to raise all the money. Is everybody going to? Ooh, I did. Uh, Doc Ketchmark sent me a great cartoon, though. There's a little kid walks up to his dad who's reading the newspaper. Yeah. And he says, Dad, I've decided what I want to do with my life. I want to be involved in organized crime. <laughs> And his dad looks down and says, government or private sector? Here we ah. go. <laughs> I like it. Smart. I love it. These people are such criminals. Seriously, the things that these, these politicians do, you filthy pigs. It's like, blind my own pocket and hell with the public. So I don't know. What, what can I tell you? I don't know. Everybody's lost their mind. I do know that. So we'll see how it all works out. I don't know. that. I think there are so far, I think, 33 Democrats are going to run for president. 33 I only. I think that's right. I know it's right around that number. And then I, don't, I didn't hear anybody else that's going to run for, for president uh, who's a Republican. So I, I assume it's just if your guy's in office, although I still don't believe that, that Donald Trump's a Republican. He says that he is. But he's, he's been a Democrat his whole life. He's been a member of the Democratic Party his whole life until he decided to run for president. They didn't want him, so that's why he ran on the Republican ticket. So I don't know what to tell you. We'll see. Well, One of the world's he, most powerful men. Wasn't he, uh, wasn't he quoted a while back saying, if I ever ran for, for president, I'd run as Republican? I thought there was some yeah, well, quote and, to that effect where he knew that he wouldn't win as a Democrat. And this was long right. before we even thought he would ever legitimately run. He said he would run as a Republican, and I think he made some comment about them being too stupid, and they would elect him or so. It was some just some ridiculous comment at the time, but bam, here we go. So he said that Republicans would be stupid enough to vote for him? He, he said that? It was some quote like that. Yeah, I'll try to look it up as we're talking here. I'm surprised that didn't get out. Post. Oh, it did. I remember them talking about it. I just, I'll, I'll look it up and, and report back to you what I find. We're reporting back now, ladies and gentlemen. Darkness Dave, the reporter on the street. I like it. The street reporter. In any case, one of the world's most powerful men took to Twitter on Sunday night to taunt the world's richest man about his divorce. President Trump uh, praised the National Enquirer and mocked Amazon founder Jeff Bezos, who owns the Washington Post, as Jeff Bozo. After the Enquirer published a report on Bezos' alleged affair with Lauren Sanchez, including numerous racy texts. So sorry to hear the news about Jeff Bozo being taken down by a competitor who's reporting, I understand, is far more accurate than reporting in his lobbyist newspaper, the Amazon Washington Post. The uh, president tweeted, hopefully the paper will soon be placed in better and more responsible hands. You know, i got to be honest with you, President Trump, I, I, I wouldn't... Uh, run my mouth a whole lot about yeah. cheating, on, cheating on your wife if I were you. That's what I was just thinking as you were reading the story. All these guys cheat on their wives. They do this, that. But if you do it, it's different. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know. Whatever. Well, yeah, whatever. They're nothing if not uh, hypocrites. I guess that's true. I guess it's 100% true. So I don't know. We'll, we'll keep an eye on it all. Who the hell knows what that? I did find something out, though, that, that's pretty good. What? Uh, they think they may have found extraterrestrial life 30 trillion miles away. Thank goodness. Uh, they said if there is water on this planet, they're talking about, that they there definitely should be life on it because a geothermal uh, situation is, is good to support life. And this was a complete coincidence. So 30 trillion miles away, there is a star, and this planet revolves around that star. And uh, they think 
there, there's a good chance there's life on the planet. You know what the name of the, the star is? No. Barnard B. Mm. Oh, well, there's definitely life on that planet then. B-A-R-N-A-R-D. Yeah, but does that mean the life on the planet's all a pain in the ass? <laughs> you said it, not me. Oh, thank you. Mm. Thanks for all your help. Thanks no, honey, work. no, of course not. No, that's not it at all. <laughs> no, it's it's no. much better than that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I thought it was pretty interesting. 30 that's trillion miles. So, so I don't know about space... Uh, Space travel and all the rest of it. How, how soon could we get there? 30 trillion miles Oh, away. that's a lot of light years. I don't know. Does anybody have any idea how long it would take to get there? Because uh, didn't it take the Mars probe? Years? But, uh, 30 trillion. It just said 30 trillion miles. So I'll see if I can find it again. I think I don't know if it's light years or miles or what it is. Well, let's see. It would but, take light five years to get there. And okay. I think the fastest we can go is maybe like 0.1% of the speed of light. So it would 0.1%. Take a while. Oh. Yeah. Why does everything just come apart at the seams if you go faster? You'd Pretty be much. Dead yeah. before you got there. Yeah, so that's the whole deal. Uh, but in any case, it's kind of interesting that, well, wouldn't you assume there is life in outer space somewhere? It's I mean, big, I think so. there's definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Life here, so. <clears throat> yeah, well. Yeah, and they're much. finding now there was that. Um, there was that recent burst of uh, radio signals that they were picking up three and a half billion oh, yeah. light years here where they, yeah. And it's a repeating signal that came in not once or twice. Like it might've been a, an echo or um, some kind of interstellar explosion or, or star or dwarf star going out or something like that. It, it actually cycled six times and they caught it. So that was a pretty big piece of news that just came out about a week ago. Um, so they're going to keep trying to track that. Sound. Yeah, they're trying to track that sound down. It's you know almost as exciting as the wow signal that uh, that they captured what about twenty thirty years ago. So right. with this, you know, being the fact that they've they've heard signals like this once or twice before, but it's only been heard once and then they never catch it again. This time it, it recycled itself six times. So that leads them to believe that something is sending a signal out, and it'd be yeah. How do, you know whether you believe in God or not? If you believe in God, how could God stop on one planet and then make such a vast universe with nothing else out right. there? And if you don't believe That's in God, how can life only have happened once and never on all right. of the you know the billions of stars that are out there? You know what I would love though is you get these signals from outer space, and wouldn't it be just cool if they were smart asses and they knew it was going to get through to us this time, and we got the signal and it said Elizabeth Warren is Pocahontas <laughs> or some smart ass comment like that. Drink more Ovaltine. Uh, be, yeah. yeah, drink more Ovaltine. They used to send. Was that was it Tang or Ovaltine they send into space? Ovaltine and both. Yeah, both. It was yep. both mm-hmm. Tang and Ovaltine has gone into space. So, you know, that's uh, that's pretty cool, actually. You know what I'm saying? Uh, boy, and I'm looking at back, the news uh, headlines. I was just going to say really quickly, going back, the Trump quote is fake. Uh, somebody started cycling it around, and it was a reported quote from yeah. either Fox News uh, or from People magazine. And the quote has never actually been found. And he, he went on record in the parts that they do have is he said, um, that he's been Republican and Democrat throughout his life, you know, just kind of depending on who was in charge and what the policies oh, were and okay. if they made sense. Right. So that's what he was getting at. But the claim about I, if I run, I'd run, run as a Republican because they're the dumbest voters, I guess, was uh, a piece of truly fake news. How, oh, okay. How about I remember people saying that um, Hillary Clinton said that you could get a Democrat to vote for anything because they're dumb. Is that? Yeah. Something like that. Did she say that really, or I wouldn't doubt that anyone said anything. Or I mean, you'd think that that would be political suicide, but I guess the Clintons can do whatever they feel like, and nothing happens to them. Well, we'll find. I don't think you're ever going to hear the name Clinton in politics again, unless they get her their daughter up and running. And I don't know that she is she even going to do that. Do you think? I don't know. I guess we'll see. We shall see. But we have a lot of people to to look at over the next couple of years, and I just. What, what I really hate, I saw it on the news this morning, and I don't even know if it was, you know, I don't know who the hell it was. I have no idea who the woman was. She said she, she didn't like this one politician, and it doesn't matter who the hell it was, 
And I just don't like them because, to tell you the truth, I can't tell from their rhetoric whether they're Republican or Democrat. Well, wouldn't that be a good thing? No. How's that a bad thing? Really? Mm -hmm. So to find common ground, to find middle ground is a horrible thing now. Many people have been truly brainwashed to believe that they're fighting the next Nazi party. That's I think hilarious. it's true. I think Andy's got that right. Yep. That is hilarious. And yet it's the people you elected that are going after the Jews. Is that correct? It is correct. I hear the Jude has it's 100% a toy. 100% correct. Yeah, <laughs> Jude, Jude, you can hear the Jude squeaky, squeaky toy. He pill. came running in here 15 minutes before the podcast started, and he wouldn't come out. Yeah, he wouldn't come out. He's like, it's time to podcast. Mm. I'm going to sit in there. He decided. Um, <laughs> Andy, what's our, what's our out? Because nobody uh, set a clock here. Three and a half Oops. minutes. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. I wanted to make sure we got out on time and everything breaks down just fine. But uh, I don't know. I'm, I, like I said, I'm looking at the, the headlines. It's vital. Mueller finishes his report. That's Trump's AG nominee, so you don't have to worry about him. Trump downplays idea of national emergency. A national emergency was, is never going to happen. It's, he might declare one, but it's never going to pass the courts. He's going to be taken right to court, and it's never going to pass. There, this is not a national emergency. I, I understand that in the future it could be, but it's not now, so I, I don't know. Uh, I do think that it would be really nice if we didn't allow every dirtbag, scumbag, drug dealer, murderer, uh, human trafficker into our country. That would be really nice if we could stop that. Uh, I'd enjoy it, you know, not having dirtbags everywhere. And I'm not just saying that they come through the southern border. I'm talking about from all over the world. Did you see that one uh, arrest report? I don't know if they arrest them. They do take them into custody, and then they refuse them entry into the country or back into the country. How many? It was like from 70 different countries trying to get into the United States. 70? 70 different countries. I mean, far away, like Romania and all. They're trying to sneak into the country. I'm like, good God. If America sucks so much, why does everybody want to be here? Well, that's kind of the uh, the old saying. It's like when... A country opens its borders. Who's leaving and who's, who wants to come in? Yeah, yeah I guess. Yeah. I guess that's the deal. Well, but you know, I don't know. The the really uh, the really scary part right now, Tom, is the fact that the FDA, because of the um, mm-hmm. sh- government shutdown, the FDA is fully admitting, and this is out in actual articles right now, admitting that they're not they're not doing nearly what they should be to be testing the food and make sure that what we're getting in America for food right now is safe. And Isn't that TSA why? is being severely, TSA is being severely pinched back as well. Most of the people that are staying on don't care what's going on. Uh, one of when we were on our way to New Orleans, one of the people removed their computer, uh, started remove their computer from their bag and said, "Should I, should I still take this out?" And they said, "I don't care. I'm not getting paid." And that was literally oh my TSA's God. attitude. Wow. And the article that just came out through CNN today is gun gets through TSA screening at, at Atlanta and onto a Delta flight to Japan. Hmm. Right. Oh, so, my God. Really? Yeah. This, yeah. Yeah. So, my, my, you know, there, there's some real concern with this uh, shutdown because TSA and the Food and Drug Administration are not doing their jobs. Man, are we in a whole world of trouble. Yeah, we are. You're absolutely right about that. That's that's not good at all. Not good at all. Well, I don't think I'd and be you traveling know outside of the country group. right now. Oh, you don't have to worry about outside of the country, Catherine. It's inside our borders right now because anybody that's already here in any kind of cell is well aware of the fact that it's very lax at TSA right now. So any travel, yeah. you should if you yep. see something, say something. If you have any thoughts, because... A regular uh, TSA is not, you know, and I'm not putting down all TSA agents, but if the majority of them that are no. showing up for their job have that attitude that, whatever, I'm not getting paid, everybody should be on the lookout. Yeah, so it's more me now again. Once again, more me now. It's all about me, what I need, and me, me, me. Look, you took the job. You're getting screwed over. I understand that. You are going to get paid eventually, so do your damn job. You are going to get the money, so do your job. I'm sorry you have to go through this, but we'll be back. Tom Bernard Show. Tom Bernard here with the founder and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. 
Easier to talk about a great service and an app that you can get because you're a customer of North American Banking Company. It's called XCheck. All right, Michael, my friend, how do you get it? What's the situation? Do I need it? All that stuff. It's an application that we designed to compete with the national applications out there for person-to-person payments. You can get it at the Apple Store or the Android Store. It's for payments that you want to make when you don't have cash. If you want to pay the kid who shovels your driveway, if you want to settle up a dinner check, if you want to settle up a bet on the golf course, when you don't have cash, you can use the app. The payment will settle directly into the payee's account literally the same day. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker? And X-Check, I'm going to get it today. Check out nabankco.com slash KQ for more about X-Check. North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. Whiting Clinic has changed their name to include their two specialties, LASIK and cataract surgery. Whiting Clinic is best known for their amazing LASIK results and ability to enhance thousands of lives by restoring vision to clarity without the need for glasses or contacts. You've heard me rave about them for years. You know that. But did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed. And I'm a perfect example of their good work. You know what I'm saying. I see so clearly now. When my clear LASIK vision started to fade due to cataracts, Whiting Clinic took care of me again and have the most advanced lens technology so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you're over 60 and have noticed your vision starting to fade, call the experts at Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. To learn more about your options for cataract surgery and clearer vision, visit whitingclinic.com or call 855-554-2020. That's 855 855- Five five four twenty twenty, and please tell them Tom sent you. What the hell kind of noise is this we got going now? Queen. Oh, it's Queen. Oh yeah. It finally Bohemian Rhapsody finally fell out of the top ten after eleven weeks it's in the movie good, stacking. You need to see it, Dad. You don't. We got the screener. Queen. You don't need to be a Queen fan we to did. like that movie. Yeah. Meh. Yeah. So we did get the screener. I didn't know we got the yeah, screener. Yeah, we got the screener. So I'm gonna watch it for sure. I'll watch it then. I'll I watch love- the screener. I didn't even know we had it. I love that the original title of that song was Radio Kaka. And Radio Kaka. There you go. Yeah, what? All we hear is Radio Kaka, and they were like, mm, no. And so, what is this? Mid eighties, eighty. It had to be like eighty three, eighty four. So imagine that now on the radio, you can hear about rape and murder and and bomb yeah. smoking, right? Right. And, and uh, yeah. all of that. But back then, all we hear is Radio Kaka. Mm-mm. Shut her down. <laughs> Shut her down, boy. Things are out of control. Uh, the good old censorship days. Back well, I'll tell you, if you want to hear some Radio Kaka. I'm sorry, go ahead. Hello? Tom? What? Uh, I can't remember. I don't don't remember what I was going to say. I'll get this one going. Who to blame for America's longest ever government shutdown? Two polls posed that question and got pretty similar answers. A Washington Post ABC News poll finds that 53%. And by the way, this is according to the Washington Post and ABC. So who do you think they would say is to blame for the shutdown? Not Washington Post and ABC, Washington Post and CNN. Even worse. Well, this is Washington Post ABC poll. They did this poll. Well, there's uh, also a CNN if, one that you'll see. Oh, yeah, it's oh. coming up too, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they find that uh, 53% mostly blame President Trump and congressional Republicans. USA Today reports 29% point the finger at Democrats, while another 13% say both sides are equally at fault. Uh, a new CNN poll finds 55% blame Trump, 32% Democrats, and 9% both sides per CNN. The latter poll says support for the wall is up among Republicans, 81% favorite, while 89% of Democrats are against. What this tells me is this, that you don't really have an opinion about anything, that you'll just do whatever they tell you to do. You will say whatever they want you to say. You don't even have an opinion. Isn't that unbelievable? Well, if you're just going, you know, on what your party says, and that's just easier than thinking for yourself. Yeah, I guess. But wouldn't you, don't you want to sit down and go, well, what do I think about this? Do I think this is right? Do I think it's wrong? I just, 
you know, just to just trumpet whatever your party tells you to say is really disturbing. It's very robotic. And you seriously, we're in big trouble. Don't you think we're in huge trouble with the people uh, today? No, there's going to be they a just civil have... war within the next 10 years, I'm pretty sure. You think so? Yeah, it's pretty bad. God, I hope not. Uh, yeah. It is really bad. I, I just can't believe that, that people, first of all, somebody explained this to me. How is it that a television station, a radio station, a newspaper can flat out lie to try to hurt someone or destroy their life, and they don't have to pay a price for that? I agree. I think that that should be something that's punishable. Did you get it? It really should. But it, well, I know why it's not because uh, a specific case from I think it was the seventies. Basically, mm-hmm. the uh, New York Times was repeatedly lying about politicians in the South, and they were being oh. they were being uh, held liable for billions and billions of dollars every month by. Uh, the courts, because back then it was illegal to lie about people. So the Supreme Court just said, nope, you can lie now. It's fine. And there you go. Now the news can lie. Why? You you harm people irreparably. You destroy their families, and that's okay, huh? Well, matter. now, I mean, if you're... If you're a politician, you have if if you want to look good and do well in the polls, which seems to be the only thing that they care about anymore, you mm-hmm. have to have somebody on your side telling everybody how great you are. But the problem is, I could predict to you today how a CNN poll, a Washington Post, ABC poll, or a Fox News poll, well, yeah. I can tell you what it's going to say. They all That's go the true. exact same way every time. People act like it's news. It's- why even bother? So I don't know. The, the government shutdown should come to an end. I'm not in favor of the government for the very things that that Dave was talking about, whether it's TSA or it's the FDA or whatever. We need to get this stuff financed. You're arguing over a pittance. And I know five billion dollars sounds like a lot of money, but the national budget, it's not even a drop in the bucket. Why do you care so much? You were in favor of it uh, when Mr. Obama was president. You were in favor of a wall then. What changed? And and Donald Trump wants to build a wall. Mexico is going to pay for it. No, they're not. Neither of you kept your word. So once again, here we are, taxpayers. We're not getting the full full on support of the TSA. A lot of people, I'm sure, a lot of TSA workers are busting their ass doing a good job. But the FDA has said, really. So we're 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 sending food through. With, uh, Dave, what you were saying was it basically food was coming through without even being expected, uh, inspected at times. Well, they're not they're not holding it up to the same levels of of uh, standards, and and they're coming out and admitting that you know they're saying, hey, we're, you know, we're doing the best we can with the limited resources we have, but okay, we are not we're not up to it. We're we're not. This isn't going well. Well, I just don't. I, I think we should just stop this government shutdown every time they come to an impasse. That's the big problem. Yeah, in my opinion, why don't yeah. they all have to sit there and eat bad food and sleep on a cot in the hallway and make them uncomfortable and make their lives miserable until they come up with an agreement right. that works for both sides? You don't get paid. How you dare to go to Puerto Rico? Do you see all those people? They, they, on the shutdown, this is horrible. They're in Puerto Rico hanging out with some pack. Mm. It's just unbelievable. You have all these, look, when did we stop voting on important things like shutting down the government? Seriously, when, well, did, when did we stop doing that? Well, look what happened to Brexit. Everybody was in favor of right, it, and now it right. still hasn't happened, and yeah. they're, they keep on devising ways of not doing it. Yeah, the people voted so for basically, it, but the party in power doesn't want it to happen, so it's not going to happen. Exactly, right. so... What? It's like, what are, what are well, we going to do right, here? But with Why Brexit, we wasn't them? it once they voted on it, they kind of, everybody started thinking maybe this wasn't a good idea? I, that was the implication I got. And I thought maybe that's why they started backpedaling, trying to find a way to, you know, hold the dam up before it completely crumbled. Well, they, what happened was, is they voted for it, and then everybody right. went into a complete panic and started, uh, spreading all kinds of stuff about how the economy was going to collapse. It's already collapsing. I mean, two yeah. days after the uh, vote, they were, the economy's collapsing already. I mean, it was just all hysteria, and they scared people, and that's when they started backpedaling. Most people they, are they too didn't, stupid to be uh, yeah. 
to be uh, trusted with this kind of vote. They don't know what they're exactly. doing. That's, well, that's, a, that's a pretty good point. Sorry. They're not going to bother to learn what they're talking about. That's why they don't get the vote. Mm-hmm. That's why we don't get the vote, because they won't bother to find out what the hell they're even talking about. I think so. Where are we headed with this society we're in right now, where everybody just does whatever they want? Catherine yesterday lit a guy up, or excuse me, Saturday. Uh, we went to see Mary Poppins Returns. Very good movie. Very, uh, It was enjoyable. Uh, it was beautifully shot. I mean, the scenery was absolutely stunning. There's a nice surprise visit by Dick Van Dyke. Dick Van Dyke. So Catherine and I sit. Yeah. He's alive. Yeah, he was yeah, the Dick original. Yeah. yeah, he's still alive. Oh, yeah. yeah he's got a chair yoga, <laughs> chair yoga video set. Wow. He does. Yeah, he's. I had no And idea. he's great in it. I want to know if he really did all that dancing. I don't know. I, I brought that up this well, morning. I was three. So. Uh, well, he might still be able to dance. Maybe. But. Yeah. So here's the deal. Catherine and I love to sit, you know, not in that front section, which you go downstairs, but when you walk in the theater, that first row on that level, which is actually the second segment, but we like to sit in the front row. Now, I don't blame the guy because he's about 90-something. Yeah, that was weird that that guy just brought him in and, and set him there and then left him there. And he left the guy in a wheelchair, a 90-year-old guy in a wheelchair just sitting in the theater. nurse or what. It was weird. Mm. I don't either, but... But here's the deal. We're sitting there, and this guy, you know, God bless the guy. He's in his 90s, and, yeah. you know, he, uh, he, didn't make, he didn't react to the movie at all, so I don't know why they even brought him. Oh, but, you didn't hear him snore that one time? Yeah, he fell asleep. <laughs> I, did, I did hear him snoring. <laughs> oh but all of a sudden, Catherine looked at me and said, what the hell is that? And we looked over, and the guy had pooped his pants. Oh, looked over, no. smelled over. We smelled over. <laughs> we smelled over. Fun. So God bless him. Like I said, he's in it his nineties. He doesn't know what the hell the situation is. So we just got up and, and said, "Hey, you know what? I'm going to run to the water fountain. I'll see you at the end of the aisle we when I get back." Scooched down. So we scooched oh, down. Then the guy behind us is coughing up a lung without covering his mouth. Yeah. Right behind us. Now he's coughing all over the back of our heads. Mm. So we're like, "Oh, for God's sake!" Then. A guy a couple of seats down from Catherine starts getting on his phone every 10 minutes, lighting up the entire auditorium. And I didn't hear him say this, but I heard Catherine say to him, would you please turn off your cell phone? Uh, First I told him, I said, why don't you just go? Because they kept on talking and he was on the phone and he was texting. And I said, why don't you just go? And then he gave me this really dirty look. And then they stopped talking for a little while. And then, yeah. And then he said, then he said... Why don't you just look straight ahead at the screen? You wouldn't even see the light there. Yeah, after I told him to please shut off his cell phone. Of course. Nice peripheral vision. <laughs> God, if oh, you can't see. First, first he says, I've been texting the entire movie. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what, that was his argument. I've been texting the entire movie was his argument. I'm like, I know. And it's been distracting the entire movie. And he said, oh, what you need to do is just look straight ahead and then you won't be worried about what I'm doing. Thank God I didn't hear him say that. Oh, and if he hadn't had his two kids there, my heart was just pounding. Yeah, I just wanted to just, just light him up so bad. Kids. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah oh. so, not interested in the movie whatsoever. The one kid was trying to be in- interested in the movie and clearly wanted to go see the movie. Mm-hmm. And she kept looking over at his cell phone, seeing what he was texting. Yep. Now, the great part of it is they had grandma with them, too. Grandma yeah. was there. And then she got on her cell phone and yeah. started texting people. That's God. when I finally blew uh-huh. my staff. So you got grandma and dad, and neither one of them is interested in the movie you wanted to see. And they're very plainly showing you, I don't even want to be here. Yeah. Nice parenting. I felt really bad for the kids. Yeah, I did too. That's sad. Nice parenting. It is really Grandma sad. and dad don't care what we want. Yeah. That, that's really nice. Yeah. You really can't good. spend a couple of hours, you know, engaged with something that we wanted to do today. That's just, eh. And the problem is, like Catherine said, they had little kids with them, so he couldn't confront them. And the other I problem couldn't is... Couldn't punch him in the chops. Yeah. The guy was about the size of a Coke bottle. Little tiny. One of those little tiny pricks. You but know he, what I'm talking about? But he did stop texting. Yeah, well, after you yelled at him. The rest of the movie. Did, yeah. I, I just don't understand. Where, so basically now we don't... We don't know how to vote, so we'll just agree with whatever party we believe in. We will do whatever we want in movie theaters, whether it's coughing without, you know. What is that, the crook of your arm? You're supposed to stick your mouth in there and cough? Yeah, not on your hands. Not on your hands. Yeah. People won't do the right thing. They, they will go out of their way to not do the right thing now. Why, why do you think that happened? 
I just don't think there's any consequences. Sense anymore. of entitlement. Yes, they're very entitled. Yeah. Yeah, everybody's, everybody's entitled. Got a sense and I think of entitlement. Kat- yep. Yep. I think you're absolutely right. And I think Catherine's right when she says that uh, there's no price to pay. You do whatever you want. There's no price to pay. Don't worry about it. I know. I posted that story on Facebook, and, you know, everybody's like, oh, that's terrible. Funny, funny, terrible, blah, blah, blah. And then one guy's like, well, why didn't you go get an usher? Yeah, exactly. And I was like, I shouldn't have to leave the theater to go find somebody no. to make somebody get off the phone. I should be able to say something without worrying that this guy's going to stab me or shoot me, right? Yeah, yeah I guess. Yeah, but I mean, unfortunately, I that's Catherine, what... that, that time has passed. Yep. You you do have to worry about that because people are off their rocker and they don't know consequences yeah. and they all feel entitled yeah. and it's the kind of thing where they might not pull a knife or a gun but you might get a fist or a face full of fists and that can kill you just as easily if you're not yeah. expecting yeah. it. So in yeah. some well, cases listen. it's easier to get up and get a, an usher for you know a thirty second miss of the movie instead of you being distracted the whole time and say. This, this needs to stop. You know, we're trying to enjoy the movie. Come into the theater. Watch what's going on in here. You know, we bring you guys money. I understand, money and, and but I know. I, know I mean, I understand. Butt, it's, it's the only way to protect well, yourself. It's, well, it's not yeah. only a pain in the butt. The other thing about it is, is that if I get up and I'm right next to this guy who's doing all this stuff and all of a sudden an usher comes back right after I come back in, he's going to know it's me anyway. So if he's psycho, yeah. he's going to be psycho to me anyway because he's going to know that right, i did but now it. they'll have somebody but now they'll have somebody in there with you watching it and usually people are a little bit more yeah I mean, when they're being held mm-hmm. you know culpable for that kind of action it's just it's just a safer way uh, but like you i, I understand uh, the the irritation and it shouldn't be that but there is no more common courtesy i was at a concert once i was up jamming and singing the guy behind me is like sit down i paid for these seats and i turned around i looked at him i said stand up i paid for these and he was just dumbfounded by the idea. You know, I mean, we all put in our time and sweat equity. If you want to be a part of it, you got to understand there's, you know, kind of give and take at these private or, or these public things. But in a movie theater, come yeah. on. It's true. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. You know, I got to tell you something. Many, many years ago, when did this song come out? Oh, God, 70 something? 70. Oh, no, it was in the 80s. 75. Was it 80s? the 80s? No, it's like 80. Really? Yeah. 82? Really? The reason I, I bring I it up is. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's right. Uh, Cliff Siegel, my dear friend, who's now Lauren Siegel, uh, walked up to me one day in 1982, I guess, or whatever it is. I walks up to me and he starts going, I do it about, do it about. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you? He goes, do it about. And he just kept doing it over and over again. And I, he finally told me there was a new song that had come up. <laughs> what an odd thing to do. I do it about. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Cliff. Thanks, Cliff. And Lauren now. Whatever. Um, lest we think that this whole situation we're in is an American thing only, well, it could be a lot worse because a convicted criminal with a knife rushed on stage during the finality of a charity event Sunday night and stabbed the Polish mayor of Gdansk to death. What? On stage. Oh. Stabbed him to death. He stabbed him in the heart and abdomen before shouting, I did it for political revenge. Because he was convicted (laughs) of something? He was. was What was he convicted for? Armed robbery, I think. (laughs) Oh, God. Gdansk Mayor Pavel Adamovitz grabbed his uh, belly and collapsed in front of the audience at the Lights to Heaven fundraiser organized by the Great Orchestra of Christmas Charity, the country's most important charity. Doctors treated the mayor on the spot, then transported him to the Medical University of Gdansk, where he underwent five hours of surgery. The BBC reports that on Monday, Poland's health minister announced Adamowicz had died, saying, we couldn't win. God. 
rushes on stage and stabs the mayor to yep. death. At a charity event. Oh, God. Unbelievable. I've been to a dance. It's very pretty. I have a random question. Yes. What's that? So he undergoes five hours. Okay, say we're in America. Say somebody gets stabbed, mm-hmm. they go to the hospital, undergo five hours of surgery, and then they end up dying. Who gets footed with the bill? The, the mayor. Government. Oh, not the mayor? No, the government he would. He died. Yeah, because he was dead. red. Well, I know, but the government would have to cover the bill because he was representing the government. That makes what if, sense. Oh, okay, so what if an average Joe... Like a non-political person who gets footed with the bill because they die. I'm sure your heirs. I'm sure your heirs would be I'd, responsible no, they for it. They can't do that. Yeah, they can't do that. No, I don't think. I don't think. Why so. not? It's a debt. I don't think so. No, debt doesn't transfer to heirs. <clears throat> There's yeah, another like part of this that you're going to die in a foreclosed hear. home. Yeah. They don't have to pay off the house. No, no, they don't. That's well, true. I'm, I'm okay. Maybe not your heirs, but maybe your spouse. Well, your spouse would have to. Yes. Yeah, yeah that's true. Your spouse. Yeah. Uh, Catherine apparently has plans for sticking me with the bill for something, yeah. but I don't know what it is yet. <laughs> so many plans. So, so lots many plans. And lots of plans. Actually, if the, if the bill is under one of your names and not the other, when you pass mm-hmm. away, most of them, if you just include a copy of the death certificate, because when my mom passed away, my dad was like, oh, man, oh. I got to go pay all these bills. You know, she had a bunch of credit cards. And when we called the credit cards, they're like, uh, no. If your name's not a, a, attached to the account, just send us a copy of her death certificate, and we wipe it away. Huh. Oh, there and, you go. Uh, that was it. Mm. So I don't know if that's for everything, but it was for the handful of, of creditors that my mom had. Um, it wasn't a lot, but, I mean, you know, it was just 500 there, 700 there, 200 there. And when we called in, they're like, nope, if she's gone, you know, you don't, and I'm like, oh, are you sure you don't need a payment? I just was pushing to see what they're going to say, and they're like, nope, just send us the death certificate. Yeah. God, yeah, because you would think they'd push for the money. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, i got to read one more line from this story that you're going to love. Okay, so I'll do a little, little prequel to it, and then I'll deliver the great line in this story. So a guy rushes on stage, fatally stabs Polish mayor uh, of Gdansk, Pavel Adamowicz, and after the knife attack, the assailant shouted from the stage that he had been wrongly imprisoned under a previous national government. It wasn't even the guy who imprisoned him. What? Oh my god! He just god. wanted he wanted he wanted to stab a politician to death, so he picked this guy. Well, <laughs> and, but I, but I, when you were reading the story, I was just I mean, the mayor would have nothing to do with putting this guy no. in jail. No. Yeah, the mayor. Yeah. It's hilarious. Well, I had to stab someone, so I guess it's you. Pretty much. Oh, okay. That's that's really great that that happened. Yeah, it's guy rushes the stage, stabs the at a charity event for Christmas, by the way. He's clearly but firing. he was wrongly imprisoned by. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just unbelievable. He's a, he's Jude, really settle down, <laughs> Jesus. Go nuts. Our dog has lost his mind. He's up to some good antics in here. He's First decided he, that the uh, wheels underneath the footstool are now evil. No, they're evil <laughs> wheels. God, very yeah. evil wheels. They need to be growled at. So All right, since we're on the air, uh, he is a very weird dog. He's the weirdest <laughs> dog. He just comes up with, like, yeah, random. He is. So strange. Yep. It's true. I mean, you can't even see those wheels. I, I did. Uh, I did reveal to the audience of the KQ Morning Show this morning that uh, Fawn's new thing now is to, when she FaceTimes me, stick her butt into the camera and then look between her legs. She did upside it one down. time. She did it three times. Well, she, she thought it was hilarious. She, she thinks it's so. She did it three times during one phone call. It wasn't like well, know, every time you talk said, to her. That's what she does. I said it's her new thing. I already made that very clear that's that not, it's her new thing. Well, but that's it's not like she does it all the time. She will, I guarantee you. I love she no. thinks it's funny. I love when she was drinking she she's Nana, Nana, Nana. I'm drinking hot chocolate. I'm like, is it good? She said, No. I said, Is it mediocre? Yeah. <laughs> and then it's mediocre. Like, yes, and then, it's mediocre. Yeah, she drank a couple more sips and then pushed it away and was like, This is mediocre. It's like, cool, mom. Thanks for that. This is mediocre. Oh ah, what God. the hell? With 11 kids, that, you must have stories, I would imagine. Uh, so funny. She's not None mediocre. that I can think of. Nope. No stories. None at all. <laughs> None that I can think of, yeah. Well, my, it was um, funny. We were just at my grandson's uh, first birthday this weekend, and my granddaughter, who is about to become three, 
she uh, has picked up a really bad uh, habit, and she knows exactly what it means, which is the worst part. Um, everybody was in the kitchen it kind of ignoring her, and she called out for something, and they didn't notice. So she looked around the corner at them and got this very stern face, and she goes, well, gee, d it really loud. How old? She's going to be three. Gonna be three. Yeah. Oh yeah. They, oh, Fawn. She knows how it should be. She fell off her little. Uh, she had a little tricycle. She fell off and banged her knee. And sat there, gritting her teeth, going, oh, oh. And my my son Clip goes, did that hurt? And she goes, oh, GD killing me. And oh and my son, <laughs> you can't talk like that. And, uh, yeah, so, it, yeah, it, it's happened. We've had that. And my, when Cliff was a little boy, we had this little pup tent in our living room, and he was playing in there, and my mom and I are sitting on the couch, and all of a sudden we hear the F word. And we're like, oh, what was that? And then he starts oh, no. repeating it over and over and over. And then, you know, I'm trying to think, Uh-oh. okay, he's very little. Is he trying to say truck? Is he trying to say something else? And I go, Clifford, what are you saying? And there's this pause, and he goes, not that bad word you think I'm saying. <laughs> Well, see, it's not what you think. Yeah, totally different. Fawn fell down once and went, Jesus. I was like, Dan. Where'd she get that? Dan, I wonder wonder where she's heard that before. And she said it exactly like him, too. Jesus. I was like, oh, my God. And so then we talked about, I was like, Jesus is a person, you know. And we, like, talked about Jesus Christ. And I'm like, well, I guess we're going to talk about. I don't know. And then we showed her a little like story time Bible that we had that somebody had given us. And I was like, here, here he is. There's Jesus. There he is right now. Yeah. It all works out in the end. Uh, I think that's so hilarious. You know, we were talking earlier about uh, everybody is entitled and everybody's this and everybody, nobody has to answer for anything. There's no punishment for anything or whatever. This is a story that's going to bring that home. A 19 year old guy. So this is uh, what you get. A nineteen-year-old guy is a man, isn't he? It's not a kid anymore, right? Well, 19. all depending. Some nineteen-year-olds are very yeah. mature, and some are not. Oh, that's true. I nineteen seems really like a child still. Nineteen. Well, yeah, I understand what you're saying. Uh, in any case, uh, there was a young nineteen-year-old that was babysitting a four-year-old. All right. His job is to babysit, make sure the kid is safe and, you know, wonderful shape and all the rest of it. Uh, Apparently he was playing uh, his Xbox video. He's playing Xbox, the video console, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, this four-year-old girl apparently slipped or dropped or whatever. She spilled a juice box on an Xbox uh, video console. So the babysitter, the 19-year-old guy, what did he do? Screamed at her. Uh, Hit her. Beat her to death. Oh, oh my Over an God. Xbox? Really? Over an Xbox. See, he uh, beat her to we death. We are seriously getting into critical mass with <laughs> really people's are. problems. Uh, yeah. Prosecutors will seek a life sentence for a suburban Chicago man accused of beating a four-year-old girl to death after she spilled juice on an Xbox video console. Prosecutors say heinous circumstances justify the sentence for 19-year-old Jonathan Fair of Waukegan, Illinois. If he is convicted uh, eventually of first-degree murder and the death of his girlfriend's daughter, Skylar Mendez, uh, the Chicago Tribune reports, Fair was babysitting Skylar on December 13th at a Waukegan apartment when she was fatally injured. He brought her to the hospital after she lost consciousness and initially claimed she had fallen. Well, she died a few days later at a Chicago hospital following surgery. Doctors had hoped would relieve the swelling in her brain. Skylar's mother was not at home at the time of the alleged beating, Waukegan police say. I wonder if those kids are going to break up. You think? God. You beat a four-year-old to death. Yeah. No, they don't. No, you're where you know this happens, and then she stands by the man even through the the judicial judicial process, and uh, yeah, or or was part of it. Knew he would do this. Unreal. Oh God. Fair's attorney, Sam Amarante, tells the AP his client deserves the presumption of innocence according to anyone accused of a crime, accorded to anyone accused of a crime. When the real facts come out, he will be acquitted, said Aramante, Amarante, I guess, who declined to comment specifically on the allegation that juice spilled on the Xbox triggered a beating. Well, how would they know that unless he already said that? Right? 
well, I'm sure the kid would have weird bruises. Well, yeah, you, you can know, tell evidence, if someone physical was evidence. Yeah, it's no, 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 no. I'm saying, how would he? How would we know that she spilled the juice on the Xbox unless he told them that? What? The authorities. Uh, oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, he he had to have or, said or, that she spilled or, it on there, and so he beat the hell out of her. Yep. Let's. <clears throat> Oh, all... I thought Dave was saying something. No. Yeah, Dave was saying something. No, Dave, you were going to say something there. I was just saying, yeah, I mean, he might have told the mom that might have been what got this thing going. He might have broke down and eventually, yeah, said, well, you know, she spilled it out, and then that's what got the information out to the to the legal process. Yeah, I guess that that has to be what it is. But it's just it's it's again again, how do you beat a four year old to <sighs> death unless you think uh, that you can do whatever you want to do, right? Exactly. I mean, you just you think you can do whatever you want to do, and uh, if somebody else doesn't like it, tough op, because it's just it is what it is. This is a 19-year-old man, can't handle a four-year-old. Four-year-olds are, are relatively easy to handle compared to, like, two-year-olds, oh, aren't they? not always. No? No. Well, I'm not talking about Andy. Makes, Thank you very much. <laughs> Great to be here. Makes me wonder what game can... was being played. Not that it should matter, but, I, you know, I'm willing oh. to bet if, if it's something. Um, Grand Theft Auto or something, this guy's adrenaline's pumping. Not that it makes it okay, but I'm wondering if that was kind of the, hmm. you know, the, the catalyst. If you're already in this mindset of, of running things over, beating up prostitutes, trying to kill the cops, do all these yeah. horrific things yeah. in a game, it's the sake of reality um, in that moment. You know, I played back when Sega Genesis was a thing and they came out with the Aliens trilogy. I went out and rented this video game and sat there playing it and I think I started at 10 in the morning and the next thing I remember is rubbing my eyes and it's about 9.30 at night and I set my <laughs> controller down I go and I'm washing a plate to make, uh, you know, for, for my dinner and a big brown leaf skittered across the sidewalk outside and I just played this alien game with those face huggers running around for the last 9, 10 hours. This leaf goes flying by. I threw the plate and jumped back because reality and fantasy were not uh, separated at all point. Yeah. So I'm not and giving this guy an answer, but I'm just... Right. Yeah. So you're, you're just kind of... You, you think your brain up. was locked in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and true. this guy's playing for hours, and he's all amped up on this game. You know, that's why when, when you're with these kids and little kids... I, I stop playing video games because I know I've got an addictive personality. If I start, mm-hmm. Cassie loses me, you know, in the world of... Aliens and Star Wars and Star Trek videos, and I uh, so I just figure I avoid that. When it starts coming to the point yep. where you're you're, you know, gonna play some violent video game instead of paying any attention to your children, it might be time to rethink the parenting decision. You know, yeah. is this the right yeah, relationship for me? Well, uh, at four years old, no, it's a little late to rethink it, though. Well, you he think? wasn't married to her at that, right? Wasn't it his girlfriend's no, no. kid? Yep. So it was her kid, but not yep. his, I guess. Okay. That's what I was getting from that article, yeah. 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 That's what it seems like. We'll be back, hour two, just a few minutes from now, Tom Bernard Show.